Hello, everybody, and welcome to My EdTech Life. I am your host, Alfonso Mendoza, or you can call me Fonz, and you can find me at TechTeacher1381 on Twitter. And today we have a wonderful show. I am so excited because we have such an energetic guest that I had the opportunity to meet at TCEA. And from that moment on, we just kind of hit it off, and it's mainly just because we obviously go to the same hairstylist because we go get the same color, but it is just amazing to have met just a wonderful person, so caring, so dear, so passionate about digital citizenship. And today she is honoring us with our presence here on our show to give you guys so many wonderful resources and just to just to share with you just the good news of what digital citizenship is. So again, it's a very important topic that we need to uh, just have those conversations with our students, even with our own kids, just to be a good digital citizenship. So we have today, we have Mary Alice Curran, who is joining us. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and give Mary Alice an opportunity here to go ahead and introduce herself and share her awesome sauce. And then we'll just get the conversation going. Those of you that are joining us live, please join us with your comments, with your questions. It, it's participation is definitely a big plus to help, uh, you know, the conversation keep going. So thank you so much, Mary Alice, for being here. Go ahead and tell our audience members just a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, Fonz, first of all, I want to thank you. I, we did, we met just this past TCEA and I have to start out with a shout out to Jamie Donnelly yes. uh, to ensure that this happened. And you know, that, that was my last conference before oh. COVID, right? Before we're in this situation. So to have this opportunity to really look back, but also reflect on what we've all just endured as we start to think about planning in the future, um, I'm excited to join you today. But my background, um, I was a middle school teacher, I was a middle school principal, and I was a faculty member um, in a school of education working with both undergraduate and graduate students who were becoming teachers. And that really, during that time as a faculty member, is when uh, my interest in digital citizenship started because districts were going one-to-one -one and no one had a plan in the beginning, right? And uh, we would get a call, could you come in and do professional development? To me, that was always like the Band-Aid. We started like in a very reactive place right. around digital citizenship. I feel like it was really about trying to make sure like a focus, a huge focus on e-safety and cyberbullying, which of course is so important. But as I kind of evolved in my own journey, I realized we need to extend that conversation beyond safety, beyond cyberbullying, beyond like looking at all the don'ts. There were lots of, you know, you'd have an assembly mm -hmm. and generally speaking, you'd have like someone come, an expert to come and they'd scare the kajibas out of whether it was the parents or it was the students or it was, you know, for, for the um, teachers and the staff of the school. And that wasn't going to, that wasn't creating the a culture to really support connected learning. And so I wanted to break that model of just talking at students or talking at anybody for that matter and extending that conversation beyond e-safety and instead of talking at you to learn with you. And that's really um, how that's the work that I do with the Digital Citizenship Institute. I can tell you as a mom, um, and you can see behind me, oops, I'm pointing the wrong way, um, for Digit Kids, 
you know, when my son, he's 13 now, but when he was younger, you know, we were learning side by side. We were, we were recognized as a mother and son team. And the idea of, if you want to learn about the world, we need to learn with the world and the importance of learning side by side, whether it's with your child, your team, your colleague, and this couldn't be any more true than what's happening right now during this emergency remote learning that we just all experienced where we were learning at home, we were teaching at home, we were working at home. And, uh, I, I, I look at that and I think how important it is to pause and reflect as we start to make plans for the next school year. No, most definitely. And that is definitely the question right now is what is that going to look like? You know, a lot of people just really don't know. They, they're they all kind of just guessing, speculating. And in fact, I mean, it's just terrible to just go in with this level of uncertainty and not knowing what's going to happen. I know that that causes a lot of problems, obviously, at home with parents, obviously, with us as educators, and, you know, just kind of seeing what is what's going to happen. So, again, you know, it's uh, hopefully we always wish for the best and, you know, everybody's health and safety that always comes first. Now, one of the things that I love that you said, Mary Alice, is just the the part of learning along with you, you know, learning with you, not just kind of talking to you, but learning with you. And I think that's definitely something that is very important as digital citizenship is something that I have, you know, with the past three years uh, have been so passionate about. And because I do get to work with a lot of adult learners, which are our parent learning community. And one of the things that I love to do is always involve our parents that are within our community to come in, whether you're English speakers, Spanish speakers, you know, that's the beautiful part about being bilingual, but just to be able to share with them, you know, how to properly use technology. But more than anything, we always have those conversations that might be very difficult to have with parents. And because parents, they may notice what their child may be doing. All of a sudden, they, they're like, oh, how, you know, it's okay. You know, she's just dancing in front of the phone or, oh, they're just, you know, making this little video, but do they really understand what it is that their son or daughter are doing? And so one of the things that uh, I'm glad that you're here to talk about is, uh, you know, digital citizenship. And the way that I've gone about it is meeting with our parents periodically and creating uh, collections of articles to give parents a resource and tools to, like you said, there's a lot of don'ts that you can tell them, but to actually sit down and have a conversation with and talk to them and you're learning together. So those are some of the approaches that I've taken here within our school district in collecting uh, or creating weekly collections, both in English and Spanish with resources for all the major platforms so that parents are aware of what their son or child may be doing. And let's face it, I mean, right now during this time from let's say March 16th on till now, students have been at home, some of them that have access either to their laptops, desktops, Chromebooks, Macs, you know, iPhones, any kind of device, you know, social media plays a big part of how they communicate. And we need to be very careful to protect their digital footprint. So is there anything that you can go ahead and uh, just tell us about that? You know, just expound about that uh, on that topic. You know, I I feel like I when I'm speaking with parents, I'll always ask who here sleeps with their phone by their bed, or mm -hmm. and it doesn't just have to be parents; it can be you know with with adults. And the number of hands that will be raised, and I'll say, I want to welcome you back to the human race. I want you to go back <laughs> to an old-fashioned alarm clock because when you think about 
that the focus is on what our young people are doing with technology, but we're their role models. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want you to say good night or good morning to a device. I want you to, to, to join the human race again, whether there's another human being in your home, you've got a furry creature in your home. I mean, whatever. Um, and, and to be mindful and deliberate about our choices. And so if you were going to come up with a family contract, it isn't just something that our children or our teens should be doing. We should be doing this collectively as a family. And so simple things way before COVID, I would go, I'm a big Red Sox fan and <laughs> I took my son to a Red Sox game. And I would say, we're gonna we're going device free. He didn't have a a device at that point. I had one, but I would I purposely would say we're going device free, and he'd be like, oh, like today's the day I'm gonna get the like I'm gonna catch the foul ball, and I would say you will remember that the rest of your life. You do not need a picture. Like I look at so many events, whether it's gonna be graduation, even kindergarten graduation of uh, high school or college, or if you go to a concert, how many people? And I'm gonna pull up my phone at this point are watching or experiencing something through their device and not being present. So, you know, it's, that's, that's the idea of that. We're doing this together. And then I'll tell you at that, at a Red Sox game, when we would go device free, I, we would talk to people around us. I would always engage people mm -hmm. not as like, I'm trying to shame anyone, but like, how do you use technology when you come to a ball game and you would hear the different ways. And, you know, somebody might say, Oh, we come early, we take our pictures and then we put our device away. Some would say, oh, I, I use my device and I'm scoring the game. Others might just be whether it's catching Pokemon or <laughs> what have you um, at the game. But just to engage people in, in, in this really critical conversation. But the importance of learning intergenerationally, like this is about an entire school community learning together. I mean, that's what it is. We need to invite everybody. So this isn't just digital citizenship at school, it's at home, it's at play, it's at work. Um, and I look at like, to even tie that back into like, we don't know what's gonna happen. What's the beginning of the opening of 2020, 2021 is gonna right. look. But let's take this time where we're not in an emergency situation like we, we just were. Let's learn how to build community online. That's the best thing I think for the opening of school. Let's make sure that we're focused on social emotional learning, meeting those needs, building this foundation where then we can continue to add layers that are going to be meaningful. Um, that would be my big suggestion for this upcoming school year, no matter what it's going to look like, is that we are going to have that opportunity collectively to learn together side by side and we'll build community together. Hi, Bruce. I see Bruce this year. Exactly, because that's authentic learning. In fact, Bruce, I will make a big announcement right now. I can tell you, um, last year, last October, the third week in October has always been Digital Citizenship Week, like historically speaking. And last year, pre-COVID, we took our DigSit Summit, which is uh, in an event where we bring all stakeholders together around digital citizenship to learn together. We've put on these summits around the world. We decided to put our fifth annual online and here we go, yes. So last October, we decided to do it online. We had 37 countries, uh, 43 states and over 100,000 students that joined that week. Bruce was involved in our panel. We partnered with Edumatch and there were panels each evening, but each day, like this is the beautiful thing. 
each day it's classrooms, teaching classrooms, talk about authentic, where we have um, classrooms around the world saying, this is how we use technology for good. Um, this is what it looks like. So perhaps like one classroom was talking about blogging and comments and another classroom, I don't know. Oh, here's Tisha, yay! Uh, Tisha's SWAT program. I mean, her students were incredible leading the way. You know, this is personalized learning. This is like the very best. It can't become any more authentic than that. And so save the date, October the 12th through the 16th. It's the third week in October. And once again, we are going to host the DigSit Summit. We will have those classroom connections every single day. Um, we will have the panels happening each evening. And I can tell you last year, um, it was that Wednesday where everything that we did uh, was in Spanish. Every every Everything that happened it was Spanish-speaking classrooms. So October the 14th, that will be where, um, and my my good colleague, uh, Eugenia Tazmez from Mexico, she was really the moderator. It was like headquarters for the Digit Summit was in Monterey, Mexico. And she was connecting classrooms, Spanish-speaking classrooms, but also here in the States where um, students had an opportunity, they were learning Spanish and they had an opportunity to practice their Spanish while embedding digital citizenship. I mean, so I'm really excited. And then the other part, there are three things that will ha happen. Classroom connections, the panels, and then we did storytelling. And it was around a digit impact. So you can see that hashtag there. So I love the idea of action. Digital citizenship needs to be a verb. We need to do it. We need to practice it every single day. No matter how old you are, how young you are, um, what content that you teach, it's so easy to embed. And so we did some, um, we had digit impact stories and they are seven minute stories about how you make an impact, how you identify a real problem in your community you solve it, and then you use technology for good to inspire and empower others. So that's what will happen um, the third week of October. And Bruce was on the panel. Tisha's uh, SWAT team uh, students were involved. And so really looking forward to that. And now, Fonz, I know we're going to have to get you involved, not only for the Spanish one, but I want to get you involved for the entire week and get your parents, get your school community. Yes. This isn't just about the students or the teachers or the administrators. This is collectively everyone. So I'm really excited. And um, yeah, real-time learning, visiting classrooms. And absolutely. And and there are a lot of conferences, and I love going to professional learning experiences. But when you have students and classrooms that are leading that conversation, I don't know about you, but I a hundred percent would go to a student-led session every day of the week, twice on Sundays, because it's it 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 changes the dynamic. They don't wanna hear from the adults. They wanna learn, they wanna have the adults there learning with them, but that our young people, it's like amplifying student voice. So I'm really excited about that announcement. Boom, I love it, Tisha. And the best part is we've just, another announcement is we have made a partnership with Beluga, a platform called Beluga, it's beluga.org. Um, and all of our resources, when we're working with school communities, that's, we're building that up right now. Um, that's, that's where we're going to be. If you want to find us next year and our resources and work with us, um, so we can work with you and help add layers to what digital citizenship looks like. And I guess funds, like even digital citizenship means so many different things. Like it's become so broad. And um, unfortunately, it gets stuck in that e-safety. Like sometimes right. it's there and it doesn't <clears throat> extend it. 
And so I love that the Dig Sit Commit and Tisha who's on, her SWAT students won an award. They're they were supposed to be at ISTE presenting. Um, so the digsitcommit.org, I love it. They have redefined digital citizenship really to be proactive, to take those don'ts and make them into do's. The five new competencies I'm in love with. I am in love with these new competencies. And they, instead of talking about safety, they talk about being alert. And I love that focus on being alert because it is about safety, but it's sending that message to extend the conversation. And it's got media literacy in there as well, where they add another layer about being informed and the importance about being informed as a consumer, as a producer, it's like on all of us. I mean, I look at right now, how many times people are, in fact, if Michael Dresnick, I don't know if he's watching or not, but I see that he will um, post things where you're trying to get a free trip. This is just recently. And everybody's posting the free trip because there's like free airline tickets. And it's a scam. And I laugh every time I see Michael Dresick post something like this as a reminder, the importance of digital citizenship, media literacy. It's on all of us, you know, to be really informed, to be engaged. Um, and then I love the highest is to be inclusive. And then just personally, during COVID, I've been so focused on making sure that as content creators, that when we create content, it's accessible for all. Um, I'm really excited. I have a session happening in July for Rethink Learning Summit, and it's going to be how to add alternative text, um, how to add closed captions, and a real focus. Have you done anything with immersive learning? No, no I haven't done that yet. <laughs> so that um, immersive reader, immersive reader. Oh, with immersive reader, yes, of course. Immersive reader. So those are the three things that my my session will talk about. But that again, for that for being inclusive, that's on all of us. And there are yes. simple things that we can all be deliberate and mindful to make sure that everyone has access to our content. And uh, anyways, the DigSit Commit, if you don't already know about it, um, I love the new definition of digital citizenship. And then what personally that we've been doing with the Digital Citizenship Institute is to take that commitment and make it into an action through an impact. Wow, that is amazing. And thank yeah. you so much for sharing that big announcement here on our show today. Yeah. That's just something amazing. And again, like I said, it's just been wonderful to have the opportunity to meet you and to learn so many great resources. And we've got some wonderful advocates here for digital citizenship, such as Tisha and Bruce that are here and a lot of other people. I, I saw Eugenia here as well. So I'm just really excited uh, about, you know, digital citizenship, like I said, and I continually am a learner and I continually learn and I'm just glad that you share shared these great resources that I've been putting in the chat. So just in case people don't know where to start, I mean, I already went ahead and put the links here to your site, to Beluga, to Ditch the uh, Ditch uh, the Ditch oh, excuse me, Digsit Institute, and I've been putting those in there. So that way people can go ahead and get a start on that. And like you said, it's about being just proactive too, not just being reactive and being all inclusive, including everybody. And, you know, one of the things that, that I've struggled with before is just the, the learning community. Sometimes here, uh, you know, or in certain areas, I'm pretty sure that they have those things like as I've been speaking to educators, sometimes it's just getting that uh, parental involvement. And sometimes, you know, parents, when, when they get called to school, sometimes it's just like, okay, what did my son uh, or daughter do that was bad, but, you know, we want to invite them to come in because, you know, I've had several uh, occasions where I've had parents come in and then they just leave, just, just stunned with all the information that they never knew about things that could be, uh, you know, harming or, you know, that they may not, that their students may not, or children 
may be doing that shouldn't be doing. And again, I, I always tell them, you know, I'm not here to scare you. I'm here to help you and give you these tools so you can have these conversations at home. Like you said, you can learn together. You know, some of the examples that I give them uh, as far as parents is, you know, if you're there, maybe watching a movie or a show with your child, like you said, being device free, and maybe they come across a scene where somebody is using technology, maybe in an inappropriate manner or some way, you know, just to kind of ask a question and say, hey, do you think that what they did was right? You know, what would you have done different? Should that have been done? You know, just because it, it's a partnership. And my goal is to always equip parents so they can be seen as a resource at home, not so much as, you know, kind of the sage and be like, no, th this, you shouldn't do this. But hey, let's talk about this. You know, have you been, you know, hey, you know, what have you been doing? You know, how, how are things going? Just having those conversations, opening up and just talking to them about protecting digital fingerprints or their digital footprint, because oftentimes I see, and I've seen it everywhere where students that do post things at age 12, 13, you know, they are seeing consequences right then and there, or even later on. So, you know, it's just something that I, I'm really passionate about. But like you said, it, di digital citizenship goes beyond that too. You know, it's not just that, but we yeah. do definitely need to be very proactive. And, you know, to do, a, so we have a partnership with Lakeshore Central in upstate mm -hmm. New York, and we've been working with them for the past two years. And I can tell you, we keep adding layers of community service and outreach. And so the first year we put on a student-led uh, digital citizenship summit and the entire community came to learn with the students. But this year we put on a future ready um, workforce networking event and we invited the outside industry to come to the school. That and, is awesome. And the students, I think that, I, I mean, I'm making some assumptions here, but I, you know, generally speaking, when you would make those phone calls, I think that they would come to school and they're expecting to be delivering the content. Like they're the experts. Mm -hmm. I think that we really flipped the switch. We totally changed the model because that idea of learning together, the students actually went out and invited the industry to come, but it was a two way street where the students were actually presenting. And then, then it was like a networking event. And then we kind of switched and then it was, you know, the industry, but the students brought their parents and it was honestly to, to watch this was watching re <laughs> the worker in the workplace because our focus was actually on emerging technologies and the future of the workplace. Yes. And everybody was learning like that idea of that intergenerational approach. Th these are the experiences. So it's not that, Oh, I'm going to have an assembly and I can put a check in the box or we're going to have mm. different and I, oh, we did that. This is ongoing and, and mindful and deliberate. What can we do to continue to add these layers for this community outreach where we're all learning together? I don't know, Fonz, if you know, one of my favorite like organizations that I share everywhere is Cyber Seniors. So it's cyberseniors.org. They're out of Toronto. And first of all, make sure after the show that you watch their um, documentary. So the founder's daughter made the documentary. And when the crickets come, when you hear the crickets, just know that like I'm smiling and laughing like right there, because I've probably sh shared that documentary like thousands of times. And every time I can't stop smiling and it's young people that are mentors to seniors and they are, this organization has done incredible work um, especially over COVID, how to do online shopping, um, how to connect 
you know, with your loved ones yes. all online, but you can, there's a, it's free. You can do a self-paced course and then you can become a mentor. So when we look at our young people that need, um, they're looking for volunteer hours. I mean, I can't think of anything more powerful and more important than making sure that our seniors are engaged and part of this conversation. And so in our work with Lakeshore, I've, we've partnered with cyber seniors. We took cyber seniors and we had fourth graders teaching at the local senior center, Flipgrid. And these seniors, I can tell you, they were talking about like, I want to do more than just play games on my phone. Mm -hmm. Like I want, like everybody has a purpose and a, and a meaning and like to be able to have this really powerful tool and realize, yeah, I, I, it can be mindless and it can be kind of like a pacifier, mm -hmm. but my gosh, it has the potential to be the most powerful learning tool for all ages. And so if you have not checked out cyber seniors for anybody watching, I would say what another wonderful way to start off a school year as you're learning how to build community online. Why don't you look at how you can build community online with this community outreach with cyber seniors. That is awesome. And I just uh, opened up the page. I did pop the link in here into the chat. So for anybody watching, you can go ahead and grab that link and get all this valuable information because Mary Alice is definitely, you know, just a resource, uh, just a great resource, you know, that she's sharing all these links. So this is amazing. And already in my head, I'm already like thinking, okay, ideas, ideas for this coming school year, depending on what it's going to look like. But this is just amazing. You know, see, it's in Spanish. They have Ooh. it in Spanish and in French. Oh, nice, nice. There you go. So that's awesome. And Eugenia is really going to be taking the lead for um, with our partnership with the DCI and with the Duke Attack and with Cyber Seniors. So I'm really excited to see as we can continue to, you know, invite more people to be part of this ongoing community. That's wonderful. That is great. So that's really exciting. And like you said, you know, one of the things, again, digital citizenship is, is something that I I, I love <laughs> and I'm really passionate about. But I think just all these resources, you know, you're really opening up maybe some people's eyes as far as rethinking what they thought digital citizenship is and was. And like you said, oftentimes it's kind of like a safety and compliance, like, well, we got to make the kids go through these lessons, you know, just so we can be in compliance. But it's so much more than that, because oftentimes it's just, okay, let's go ahead and do it. And then it just kind of falls by the wayside. And then that's it. You know, maybe you do the the lessons throughout the school year, but so many platforms now are, are offering, you know, just, uh, you know, digital citizenship lessons that are, you know, spaced out, they go on through the year. And then that way, it's always something that is fresh and in the students' minds, you know, day in and day out. And then obviously, you know, including community involvement in there and bringing in parents. And like you said, I think that's just wonderful bringing in uh, also industries, you know, things of that sort and, and preparing them, future ready skills, you know, and that's something that is wonderful that right now, just with this conversation, already like the, the ideas are churning and I'm kind of like making mental notes of things that I want to try and do. And then of course I'm meeting some wonderful educators here in our chats that I'm going to be able to reach out to and learn a lot more from them too as well. So I'm really excited about that. So uh, Mariella, so where, where are we going from here? You know, so October 12th, takes to commit. What else, you know, it, it, you're like all over the place and that's wonderful. Like any other plans, what else is going on? That, you know, I know you talked about several of your partnerships. Um, how about something we talked about in our conversation previously is how about, uh, you know, adding some 
AR, VR into digital citizenship lessons. So any projects there that you're working on? Well, you know, so always with Jamie Donnelly, like, in fact, I will never pretend I know anybody like I will join her <laughs> AR like, um, playground sessions. And I'm always thinking, oh, my gosh, people are going to think like I'm, I'm trying to pawn myself off <laughs> there. But because I will never pretend that I am. But I see what a wonderful way to engage, like and embed, like how to use tech, how to become a force for good, how, I mean, there've been things about even accessibility and AR, VR. Um, I love any opportunity. And I, one of my favorites actually with Jamie, and we've used um, merge and co-spaces is to come up with a real problem in your community, connect it to one of the five competencies for DigSit commit, and then you build it. And like, I just, I love any opportunity that there's like an actionable piece to it. So that's, that will always, I will always, whenever Jamie says jump, I'll say how high and <laughs> all digital citizenship and emerging tech. But one program and product that we are starting to roll out, which I'm kind of excited is a different term than digital citizenship. So like I said, it's a very broad term. I know Bruce has gone with digital leadership. Others have gone that way. I am going in a different direction. I am going with digital sportsmanship. Ah. Tell you why, Bruce. Oh, yo, I'm saying to Bruce, like Bruce is like <laughs> right now. Fonts, I'm going to tell you, but Bruce, <laughs> the reason why I'm going to do, I'm going with digital sportsmanship is when I tell people what I do, they don't know, sometimes they don't know what I'm talking about or they only see it from their lens, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've kind of dropped, I usually end up saying, well, I work with school communities around the world about how to use tech for good. I, I generally say that, right? And people understand that. But if I say digital citizenship, either they think I'm doing stuff with cyberbullying or e-safety or I don't know, like wherever their lens is. But digital sportsmanship, when I explain that to people, people go, oh, 100%. People understand what I'm talking about because it's sportsmanship on and off the field, on and off the court, but now on and offline. And again, the idea of a team, I am not athletically inclined, but I have always wanted to be on a team. I always tried out. I never got cut from a team. I think probably because I got heart, but like I loved everything about being part of a team. And so this isn't necessarily just about athletics, like athletic teams, this idea of teams in a general way, but we need to apply all those skills that we talk about for sportsmanship and we need to apply it online. And I am really <laughs> excited. And that, go, that, that ties into esports. So yes. I'm very happy about this um, focus on digital sportsmanship. That is wonderful. I think that's a great definition. I mean, I know, I mean, just like you said, everything that you need to know, the skills and being a team player, collaborating, all of those things. I mean, it, it's just wonderful. And I just got really excited. I know Tisha got really excited here as well. And, uh, you know, I already put the, the hashtag in there, digital sportsmanship. So it's just a wonderful, wonderful idea. And it just really, like you said, it, it doesn't seem like when you hear digital citizenship, it's like, oh, okay, this is going to be kind of really serious. And, you know, but digital sportsmanship is like, oh, okay, cool. 
and and you just get it. It just you know you understand sportsmanship. Yeah, so right, you get a visual and you're like, I want to be a part of that team. Yes, it puts you at ease. I love that, Mary Alice. That is yeah. great. That is awesome. You know, in fact, for Tisha, we already put a panel on, and two of her SWAT students, we did it on uh, for mental health awareness. Same here. Um, I think that was May was mental health awareness, and we had a panel on like sportsmanship, and then we brought in that digital aspect and the incredible program that she runs for SWAT. Um, have you ever seen Tisha in action? I, I've only seen virtually in action. I've been with Tisha, but I would love to actually be in her, like be a fly in the wall in her classroom. Oh, no, that would be wonderful. I mean, I just, I follow her on social media, you know, through Twitter and just see the great stuff that she's doing. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, like, wow. So it's just great. So yeah, like you said, I definitely be a fly on the wall right along with you right there. Just how can we get more SWAT programs like in all schools for all students? Mm -hmm. You know, that's where it's, it all becomes a game changer. And Bruce, Bruce has a fabulous program for his students. So, I mean, it's just people that are passionate about and they realize all it takes is one person, right? One person to stand up and say, I'm going to make a difference. And then that one person becomes mm -hmm. me. And that's all we want to do is to continue. It's like skipping stones, the ripple effect, you know? Yeah. Making an no, impact. And that's wonderful. And like you said, you know, you just, you know, everybody just gets to share with everybody and learn and I think like that's just a, the best thing is always just being open-minded, being a, a, just a wanting to learn. And just like right now, like, you know, I'm just getting filled up right now with so much, so many ideas and like you getting to meet some wonderful educators here as well. And guys, if all, you know, here's the part about, about this show is that Mary Alice is just so wonderful. If you ever have any questions or anything at all whatsoever, maybe you're, you just don't know where to start. You, you want to do something go ahead and message her. She is kind. She is wonderful. And she is very energetic and always willing to help and steer you in the right direction. So again, go ahead and connect guys. And that's the whole point of our show here is where I showcase and, and just bring people in that I follow that, you know, just are amazing and they're approachable and are always willing to take the time and, you know, to help you in getting an answer for something that you may need. And again, Mary Alice today with our conversation on digital citizenship, it's just been wonderful. And I know it's been a wealth of information. So follow her on Twitter. You've got her Twitter uh, handle right there at MBFXC. So go ahead and follow her. So again, it's just very exciting to have you here today, um, Mary Alice. And thank you so much for making your big announcement today on Dig, uh, Dixit uh, Summit. Dixit, uh, I don't know why I'm having so much trouble pronouncing. Dig Sit Summit, there you go. So there's the announcement, guys. October 12th through the 16th, you know, this year. So there's the hashtag Dig Sit Commit. So it's just really exciting. So look out for that and just follow Mary Alice on her post. Follow Tisha Poncio, follow uh, Bruce also as well. Great educators. And if you have any questions, I'm sure that you can reach out to them, connect with them and just go ahead and start a program, start an activity, start small and build your way up guys. Because again, Rome wasn't built in a day, start off small. And then you just never know what this might turn into for your community. And the whole purpose is to involve everybody in our community, not only our teachers, not only our students, but our parents as well. And anybody that we can uh, reach out to. So that would be something that is amazing there. All right, so Mary Alice, anything else that you'd like to share before we go ahead and just uh, close off our show? 
listen, it was wonderful to be with you. I cannot wait until that one day when we can all be in the same place at the same time, um, that that's going to happen. Our paths are going to cross again. But again, Fonz, I am so grateful to Jamie Donnelly that I had the opportunity to meet you at TCEA. And thank you so much for inviting me to, to have this conversation with you and to share it with others. Oh, no, no problem. And yes, big thank you to Jamie. Jamie's been wonderful and instrumental in helping me meet some wonderful people. And again, it, it was a pleasure and I couldn't think of a better guest also to just come in and just so energetic and giving a, so many resources and just the passion that you just share. I mean, I'm pretty sure our audience members are probably seeing like, oh my goodness, like so much energy, but it is, it is an important topic. It is something that we cannot just sweep under the rug. It's something that needs to, like you said, one of the main things being very proactive and learning together, you know, that is something that is amazing and it's something that we need to follow. So thank you for being here. Good. That's what we all want to do. Exactly. Online. Exactly. So guys, thank you so much for joining. Uh, we do have uh, wonderful shows coming up this, uh, this coming week or the rest of the week. So here is a link that I'm posting here. Uh, for those of you that are joining in the chat, tomorrow we will have Ben Moore and Darren White from Short and Sweet. They're joining us from across the pond. They're part of the Global GEG community and definitely Global GEG. I'm going to go ahead and uh, give a shout out to them and maybe also let them know about, hey, Dixit Commit, maybe we can make this huge. So what we, whoever it is that we can reach out to, those classrooms, that would be just a wonderful activity. So that'll be something that is amazing there. So I'm popping the link there for those resources. And I'm also going to pop in a link here, guys, because I always, always have some goodies here. So go ahead and pop. I'm going to pop in this Google form here that you can fill out. And I am going to pick a couple of winners and you will win a My EdTech Life sticker pack just for joining us here today. Again, guys, there's no purchase necessary at all whatsoever. All I want you to do is just come by and hear the wonderful guests, the, get the wonderful resources here that can help improve your practice or just learn something new that you can go ahead and add to your teacher tool belt that are just going to make things great for this upcoming year. So again, thank you guys for joining us here today. And again, we will I'll see add, you. I'll add a um, Digit Kids book, either in English or Spanish too, to your stickers. Oh, perfect. Thank I'll you so much, Mary Alice. So again, we'll get the, we'll announce those winners and we'll get Mary Alice that info and then she can get that book sent out to you. So I'm really excited. Thank you so much again, Mary Alice. And you just such a, just, I love your heart. I love your passion. Thank you for joining us here today. And again, guys, thank you so much for joining us. This has been an episode of My EdTech Life. So guys, stay techie, my friends.